0: Lock, talk, radio. <laughs> so drunk.
1: Welcome to the war room. We got Ted Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B-Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hours showin'? Get the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. both with the topic, sort of like the rubber When it's game time, they like the bad five during prime Pushing biberics to speak their minds a little bit. Sports, medicine, sports, veterans, and greats. The four for 26 saw the war in it Kuwait. It's the War Room. With five nights at the round table. Five
2: Philly guys, diversified and educated. Yup. What up, what's good? War Room family are once again live in the War Room for the 611th time. Brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable as usual with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B Austin also in the building. Super Bowl 56 is set. The Bengals, the the Cincinnati. You may not, you may no longer call us the Bungles Bengals, and Rams will do battle in a little over a week. But right now, the ish is hitting the fan in the NFL with the the hiring practices. So let's rap about it, man. It's time to sit back, relax. And bust it up again with you guys That's in the, the call, War Room, man. the greatest man cave in That's the history the call, of yeah. Earth. Uh, you can get in on the conversation yourself, of course, by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash thewarroom. Or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, IG, at, at War room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Uh, what's y'all thoughts on um, Black History Month 2022 opening up with bomb threats to several HBCUs? Yo, we can't have
3: nothing. <laughs> we,
4: we can't even have our
2: 28 days. I'm in peace, thinking. Man. I'm, damn, we can't have I'm nothing.
3: thinking. I'm thinking. Honestly, what took so long? <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yo, we we can't have nothing. So yeah, so you know several. HBCUs around the country have have experienced this. Um, I I I pretty much, I don't think it's any merit to it, but, you know, these aren't the days to not take these kind of threats seriously. So I know some schools in this area, Bowie State um, University, uh, Howard, you know, a couple days ago they were like, they had a little lockdown type situation going on. Uh, What do you call it? Uh, something in place. I don't know. I forgot what it's called. but um, it's Shelter in place. Um, shelter, shelter in place. Is yes. shelter so in they, place. Were, they were taking the threats pretty seriously because, you know, even if you're thinking to yourself, ah, this is nothing, you know, something blow up and you're Yo. responsible for these, you know, Yo. children, these young being, adults. Being
3: <laughs> being where we from, I can't really relate to the term shelter in place. Uh, I think more <laughs> running and ducking in motion. Composed uh, the sheltering in place,
2: but you know. I mean, you remember B back in the early two thousands when uh, the the DC sniper was gripping the area. Like we was mad that they was canceling our flag football games. Like we was trying to be outside. It's state, but um, <laughs> it's and then when they went back to it, you know, we hey, we like we on the field, we moving anyway. Uh, if, if you fast out yeah. here, you nice with your shakes and your shadies. And he can't get you anyway. So, shout out. <laughs> Yo, to all the one of y'all, they got
5: sniped, and then you <laughs> mad at him, like, why, why they allow us
2: to play? Because that's, no, how, that's no, how it no. works. Damn right. I ain't going to front, though. When we did finally go back out there, because the field is right next to a, a dorm. So, I'm I'm looking on the roof of that dorm the whole time. Just kind of nervous, like, with a boy up on top of this roof. But, nah, man, it's it's, it's crazy. You know, Black History Month you know the the little thing that the little bit that they give us, we gotta deal with this, man. It's just like hatches that in ain't this country nowhere that
3: evil. ain't nowhere near <laughs> that ain't nowhere near as important as Whoopi Goldberg
2: saying something about the holocaust, nowhere near it Oh, no, come on, you know you you can't say anything about the Jews the Holocaust, even if you mean no harm. if it comes off the wrong way, there's no Which understanding there are, there's no I, understanding whatsoever. When it comes to them, like you know, they can they can back up the, down These are the, thought, the
5: thoughts. These are the thoughts of Dev, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get canceled. But that's the thing. You're no, no, to only have have to you about up. nothing. All I'm saying is, you know, I, and it's I know only, that's enough. Though, yo, the wrong people get a hold of that. That, that was enough. Nah, but know, say, no, nobody no, canceled
3: us my... anywhere else. But we could get canceled on here. We talk about them.
5: <laughs> no, here's my thing. I'm not even mad at you, though. Like time. I think it's hard. I think I think the fact the that power. yeah you can't even say anything. I think that's the way it should be with us too. I mean, it's not that way, and it probably won't be that way. But listen, more power to them. But they can, listen, man. That's that's fire. That's how it should yeah. be.
2: We got man, you. Say something bad. We got about, like, a tiny bit of power, us, but in comparison to what you can do and say to them, like it's nothing. Like I was talking. We drag you on. Time. Time. I don't know. I don't it's know if fire. any of you guys will. will agree with my take on this but the whole the the last one got me to thinking when um carmelo anthony got into it with a fan and the fan ended up getting ejected from the game last week it has nothing to do with it being in philly because i've seen much worse from them and you know reasons that some of them fans should be ejected from games but i was i was thinking to myself like this is a slippery slope that the NBA is kind of going down with this situation because now, like, the ref doesn't have to hear anything. The security guards don't have to hear anything. A player can just walk up to the ref, point somebody out, and get them ejected. Now, you know, sometimes they can't even tell
3: it a millionaire no more. Right,
2: right. So sometimes there's witnesses there, you know what I'm saying? And, and their accounts could be backed up. But a lot of times there's not. Like, y'all remember that video? You got LeBron literally walking to the other side of the court and walking over to a, an official, pointing somebody out, like looking like a you know a snitch back in elementary school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I think, think they set dangerous precedents because it's not like, okay, let's do what we can in the moment to investigate the situation. It's kind of like kick these fans out, ask questions later. And usually when this is happening, of course, these are the expensive seats. So it's like, Mhm. I, I don't know. It's, I got, it's always I got, a hearsay. Now we have a card to pull, and if I ever get in trouble, I tell everybody all the time I will be pulling that card. <laughs> um, somebody yeah, somebody called me a nigga got, whether they really called me a nigger or not. If I gotta use it to wait. get out of trouble, that's what I'm gonna do.
5: Right, but mm-hmm. here's my but, thing, though. Here's my thing. Like, mm-hmm. right? so uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at the NBA either. Like, kick them out because, first of all. I've been in arenas, you know what I'm saying, and yo, y'all fans do be out there wilding. And that's not just no, they, everybody. they be out of line. But, but, but the thing is, I don't want them to sit there and investigate it and then kick them out because like yo, the games be too damn long already. Like yo, let's get them out of there. More than likely they was correct. And the thing is though, about pulling I don't the card, think you like, got to
2: stop the game to do that though. You can ask some people in the general area like what happened, and if the accounts line up, then you got to roll, cause. Like
5: yeah, but how you know how much time that's gonna be, y'all? They, they it take, it take it take them, it take them fifty minutes. I know, like, but my question are, is why you gotta, gotta stop gotta the balance. game to
2: do that? You ain't gotta stop the game to do that.
5: Well, because 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 of the game continues and I'm sitting around there and they got security and everybody there and they like I don't want all the distraction. Like yo, get them out of there. Let's keep it moving.
2: Um, hey man, ain't nobody important is, though, to these people but the TV networks. And as long as it's still moving for the TV networks, then. <laughs> You're You're talking you talking about watching the
5: crib I'm talking about what if I'm sitting next to the ball like,
2: No but you know I'm, I'm like, talking about the From distract. their get perspective him out the is. most important thing Are the TV networks so as long as they're not holding up The TV networks then you got to do something uh, And then Once, uh, get uh, uh, once you get them out of there though How can you even do any type of Investigation because we say that now Because most of the time this happens It's usually a white dude acting stupid To you know well, one of these black the, players but the, what, what about when it starts to be us and it's a legitimate like, yo, they just being sensitive right now because athletes are mad sensitive these days. Well like, well,
5: here's the difference, right? The difference is that ain't gonna be one of us because it's white prize that allows them to sit there and think they can scream all kinds of affinities of black players to begin with. I
2: ain't gonna You run. know what I mean? Like, I've, and, I've and, been, and a lot of times I've been in those areas, I've seen black people go, you know.
5: Yeah, uh, but even and the and players me, won't take that the same.
2: Yeah, because I've seen this, B Austin <laughs> heckle people.
5: <laughs> but, yeah, but, and, but what I'm saying is speech. It's a culture thing too though.
0: Damn, thank you so
5: much but but, but, I, he's, he, he's, Yo, he's bitching on you, B but Hold on, it's a culture thing too though, right? I'm LeBron like, on you, that's why
2: I'm get this dude out of here
5: Yo, but, but here's what I'm saying though It's a culture thing too, like LeBron C.B. also Talking Dirty is different than LeBron C.B. 60-year-old white dude Or a white woman you know, call, Saying all kinds of incentives, it comes off different Like, people talk trash You're but a, you you a fan, what? you're a fanatic, you're at a game
2: you know, the difference yeah. I see, though, and, and sometimes it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to go tell on him, I, I guess, you know, caring for a Karen. But I, I'm thinking if it was if it was one of us, he would probably try to act hard and act like he was going to knuckle with us or something. Like, so why are we but getting that? That's what done? I'm saying. And so it, just, comes off, it, it comes out of off
5: different. So, so he gonna, <laughs> yeah, he going to tell you the F. Like, I've seen Russ cuss out black people all the time. But when, when the white people got too crazy, Russ pulled them
2: out. But when it's black people, Russ will, like, you know,
5: that's so yeah, like, I, I mean, call, I don't, call I call don't
2: disagree with anything you're saying. I don't want anybody to think that I'm defending the the privilege going on out there. I just think it's a slippery slope when these athletes that we know are really sensitive these days because they're, the scrutiny is out of control with the 24-hour media cycle and social media and all that kind of stuff. Yo, if people, because I'm, I'm not even saying that the stuff that's happened so far wasn't legit. Like, LeBron never, never really told anybody what the, the lady said that he pointed out at that time. Um, there were just rumors LeBron going so around that she said something like, uh, your son needs to die. Something outlandish, right? So, I'm not saying, like, if these people said what they said, then it's all good. I'm saying when people start looking at that, when other players start looking at that and see that it's that easy. I mean, imagine Ben Simmons getting a hold of that and starting to use that. <laughs> hey, you might call him gonna throw everybody and, out. Right, he gonna, yeah everybody no, Simmons ain't out throw out nobody
5: this, throw himself out
2: as a matter of fact, it <laughs> actually happened Rondo got a dude thrown out because Rondo put his finger in the dude's face. Rondo admitted afterwards that the dude didn't say anything threatening but rondo he hey, listen, he literally man. said, yo i just wanted I just wanted to get him out of here, and he got i think that's the same as when these people are paying those kind of tickets let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I if that, that, that happened happen to it, us, like that's gonna be a problem. Listen, man, <laughs> it's a free. Market. You don't want an investigation. You market. don't want. Jim, if you are sitting in the area, you saying you don't want an investigation to hold up the game. Well, what if one of these dudes did that to you? That's way more of an inconvenience hey, listen, than there, them stopping the game hey, for listen, but
5: that's, that's, that's what attorneys. That's what the court system for. That's what the free market mm. is for. You know what I mean? Like I think any of you do if you do that to, if do that to enough fans, if we do it to enough fans. Like you got a franchise it'll, it'll versus a, backlash, right?
2: a fan in a hearsay battle. Like it's a losing battle.
5: Yeah, but and go away. <laughs> they got you. They got your bread.
2: They got your bread because they kicked you out for no just reason.
5: Because, just because it's a franchise, going against a person don't mean you can't get a check. They pay checks every day to tell people to go away. Give me my go away money.
2: <laughs> just give me my go away <laughs> money. You can make some That sounds easy. And even in the Carmelo I mean, thing, ain't be easy. The, the people but I kept saying the dude kept know. calling Carmelo boy. Now, you know, we know the connotation that that's had over the years, but I also know how people talk these days with the, oh, what's up, my boy, and my boy, and boy. And and I also know, Not a white too, as, as a matter of fact, the dude got, got kicked out with his homie who was black, who probably allows dude to culturally appropriate and talk like that.
3: So, mm mm-hmm.
2: I'm sitting boy. here like it probably, probably wasn't brilliant. a. Hey, boy, he got get kicked in the corner, out. Boy. He got kicked
3: out with his slave. <laughs>
2: yeah, if <laughs> I wasn't slave, that was, that was that was <laughs> his
5: African American. <laughs>
2: that was it. He got kicked out with his African American. His African American let him, you know, probably talk in a way that he shouldn't be talking, but not talking in a way Listen, that should get you kicked out. Just talking in a way where we're like, damn, here they go acting like us again. You know what I'm saying?
5: Listen, man, uh, uh, this could all be avoided if people just sit down and shut the. F- um. Just be quiet and watch the game. Like, <laughs> come on, man. FoH, man. Kick them out of there. I'm with it. NBA. Kick them all. kick 'em out of there. I'm. I'm, I'm all part like. Brown was game like. Game. You
3: got to go back to your miserable life.
2: You know what I mean. Anyway. i tell you. All right. Um. All right. So before we get started on the, the stuff we need to talk about tonight, man. Of course, we got to remind you all that whether you're with us live or not, that anytime on demand, you can still check out archived episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. So there's never an excuse to miss our show or an episode of Tissue in the Tape. If you're a hip-hop fan, um, make sure you check out the latest episode of Tissue in the Tape. Uh, they had Billy Dance from world famous MOP crew um, on the Bust It Up with them for a nice little interview. Uh, make sure you check that out, man. We got the Broad Street line with Roy and Chris, um, superstars. Uh, John Appetite, if you're a foodie, on the couch with the Wilsons, if you like to watch a lot of TV after a further review after further review with the mayor and a whole lot more, man. So make sure you check out the network. So let's get into these hot topics, man, which are brought to you by my bookie. Y'all know what it is, man. If you still haven't checked out my bookie and it's time to go ahead and place a bet, you can lay down some money on some of the biggest games in sports. I know the Super Bowl is coming up, uh, Super Bowl 56. You can join us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game starts. So join now. And my bookie, will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. Now, let's go into the NFL, fellas, for what was the biggest story of the week. It wasn't at the beginning of the week. And we'll get to what the biggest story at the beginning of the week was. But this one has pretty much taken over everything. Um, Former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, who has been on the interview trail lately, you know, in an attempt to get another job, um, he's decided to file a discrimination lawsuit against the NFL um, in regard to their hiring practices. Now, you know, his main claim is the Rooney rule is pretty much a sham, which we've talked about here for the past decade or so. Um, because they're just giving a lot of black coaches sham interviews. Um, In his case, the last straw was the fact that he was to interview with the New York Giants, but the Giants had secretly already promised the job to Brian Dabble, um, former assistant with the Buffalo Bills. Now, the way that uh, Brian Flores found this out is because the guy that both of these Bryans used to work for Bill Belichick, was texting with Brian Flores congratulating him on getting the Giants job. And as the conversation moved on, Brian Flores started to notice, like, Bill Belichick is saying stuff that he wasn't even privy to. So he asked him, like, are you talking to Flores or Dabble? And then Bill's, at that moment, Bill Belichick knew that he effed up so he bit he pretty much gave the news to Brian Flores that okay you're interviewing for a job has already been given to Brian Dabble. and this was kind of like the confirmation the proof of what a lot of these black coaches and you know quote unquote minority candidates have already known about this Rooney rule situation so what what were you got what were your thoughts when you know when this whole thing hit the fan because after the initial information hit the fan it just started tumbling downhill okay. like <laughs>
3: like a damn snowball picking up Man. picking up extra snow um, <laughs> salute first of all i would like to just say how um how much honor and respect i have for Brian Flores and and the, the stand that he's taking the martyr the martyrdom that he's willing to uh to endure, like he's now a martyr because the Colin Kaepernick of coaches. That he will, yeah, 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 yeah. He he will never coach above the <laughs> junior high school level, and they don't even have junior high schools anymore. But he's not going to coach above the junior high school level uh, ever again. Like it's gonna, there's going to be a black ball, the size of white ball. It's going to be a white ball uh, out there, and he's done. So for him to step up. And, you know, basically he, he died so others might, might live so Deuce can, you know, get his neck tattoo removed <laughs> and go ahead and step into the coaching <laughs> rank.
2: So, um, so Deuce can get a I mean, real a interview? Beautiful thing. Is that all the token interviews? Yo, I in literally
3: – I'm going to tell you something funny. Um, y'all going to laugh, but it's not funny, but I laugh. Yo, Eric Biennium, uh was supposed to interview for that uh, Denver job. And they brought up the fact that when he was twenty one or twenty two years old, maybe twenty three um he did something allegedly unscrupulous to a young Caucasian lady, and they brought this up meanwhile, Urban Meyer had all types of chicks sitting on his lap talking about what pops up, while and you know <laughs> while he was a coach, and John Gruden and the bull from the Washington commanders was in the gym talking about monkeys and big lips and spear chuckers. And and like, you won't, you won't, you won't literally find any reason possible to say no to a black man pursuing the opportunity to coach other young black men, but you'll allow these jabronis to basically have free run. Like, you listen, salute, salute the Flores. The NFL is a microcosm of society. We know that rich white men run the world. And how they feel is they don't need too many knickers around in leadership positions in their organizations or defeats white supremacy. So well, here's, the here's, the, here's the
5: bottom line. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is what's really going to happen to them. Ain't nothing going to happen to them. Ain't nobody going to stop watching, so therefore they can continue to do whatever it is they Ain't want no do. Ain't no consequence. Yeah, no, great point. How would you operate in the world if there's no consequences? Like, they got the purge going on literally, like, every day for them. They do whatever they want to do because what are the consequences? Nobody's going to stop watching. Like, nobody's going to stop watching. If I don't learn, learn anything else from Kaepernick, I learned that don't nobody really care. Like Brian Flores, nobody don't care button. about him on the bowl. On we all we all watching the bowl and don't care about Brian Flores. Like and and, and, right. and that's part of the problem is there's really no consequences. We continuously fight. You know, I think it was uh, someone put out a maybe tweet like, "I'm tired of fighting for like you know, um, places that don't really want us there." I mean, I talk about this all the time. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. Carrie mm-hmm. Champion shot. Ooh, shot the Carrie Champion. Anyway, um, yo, but um, mm-hmm. um,
3: shot into her. <laughs> yeah, yo. <laughs>
2: yo. Anyway, man. Tired of um, fighting, tired to fighting I'm... to get in there if she don't want me in there. <clears throat> Go ahead. Hey no for real quick uh, though.
5: The bottom line is this is this is what it is, man. Like the fact the that they even be up whether Eric B. Enemy calls plays or not is a joke. it is it, it really is a joke because. Andy Reid has had dudes that just got his coffee that got head coaching jobs. like that. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't call either. Like, how come Yo, it never, come it never affected any of the any of the like the balls from Minnesota? Like, I mean, you know, I, it never affected any of the other people. But all of a sudden, now it's a question of whether he called
3: many
5: How many, OC, Yo, how many Cliff OCs
3: King got Barry jobs was out a of the
5: coffee grabber? That's what I'm saying. Like, so why does it matter for him? Like, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, this. this is part of what the game oh, is, man. man. Shot so, you know I mean? the
2: Is there any way you think is there any way that they can avoid and I don't even know if they quote unquote want to, but is there any way that it could be avoided that they make a mockery of the Rooney rule? No. Because at, the, at the some point I'm like I'm, I'm like the 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 rule is is, is trash. But it's at some point you like, okay, you understand why it's in place because and and i'm and I'm sure some of these black candidates you know it's it's with them, they just gotta hope that somebody's doing the right thing, and they're like, okay, if I could just get an opportunity you know to get in there, then maybe I can impress somebody, or maybe they can tell somebody how impressive it was, even if they don't hire me, but I'm wondering if there's any of that going on, or is it just I gotta satisfy this rule. I gotta check this box. Come on in here for um, yo, uh, an interview. The Is there Rooney any rule, way yo, for them not to make a mockery of this rule?
5: No, if the me, Rooney If Rooney rules we don't, don't have
2: hold. the rule, then they're just not even gonna get interviewed at that point.
5: Well, hold up. Here, peep this though. When the when the Rooney rule was put in place, we had three black head coaches. How many we got now?
3: Ah, uh, one, one P- of those yo. three. I'm gonna tell you what's even. I'm gonna tell you what's even one. So
5: this, so so We got over 20 years of uh, the Rooney Rule, and now we actually have less than we had when it was implemented. Yeah, <laughs> so what good is it? So my thing is, what is it really doing though? Like what we got, What we got here? Yo, man? The
2: rule no, but that, that's is exactly Rooney what in. I'm asking though. I'm like, because you see, you know what the the rule aims to do. Well, at least what they say it aims to do. We know that it's not yo. doing that, but okay, if we just scrap it all together, like, okay, the Rooney rule is BS, which is a, which is, has always been. But then yo. they don't have to even fake. They won't even get a, a, a I got black one. candidate I got in one there better. for an interview. I got so there's no than. chance that somebody's going to impress them to the point like where they even consider changing their mind. What you got that's good. better than that, yo?
5: What you got that's better than that? Yo, yo.
3: as soon as he's uh, he laid this out, and came out and said we're going you know, I'm gonna sue the the NFL immediately said within thirty minutes less than two hours. It's without merit baseless, I it's without merit, right? Thirty minutes. They investigated some deflated balls a lot longer than that, but they like immediately months. came you know, out. But they but but they immediately they said this, but like then you like, Well, why would you have to have the Rooney rule if it's without merit and baseless? Right, so, right. To I have got better,
5: player, I got I one be better done. than that. I got one better than that, right? So, here, so this this is gold right here, yo. So, <laughs> so the fact is, right? There's one head coach right now, right? And that's Mike Tomlin.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: They're so culturally clueless. They they like, and this is part of the part of the problem is they just don't even understand what's going on. Like, they're probably really. Flabbergasted by his lawsuit, they have no idea. Why are you niggers unhappy? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Listen, they're so clueless, right? That the people from Pittsburgh came out. They were talking about Thomas, and they said that the Rooney Rule works because when we brought him in, he so impressed us that we gave him the job because we had all intentions on hiring a white coach.
2: So they just told you exactly.
5: (laughs) They said, "Yo, they
2: said."
0: (laughs) What do you mean?
2: They just told you exactly it was like tell,
5: what
2: – oh, my gosh.
5: But, but he came in. He must have went to the Mike Brown School interview. He came in. He was, like, you know, well-thought-out, articulate. He laid out his, his plans for being a coach, and they were so impressed. But it was like, we're going to give him a shot. I mean, and now my man hasn't had a losing season since. But that also goes to prove the point that, you know, when you're a kid and they tell you this BS that I wish black parents had stopped, you've got to be twice as better and twice as, like, uber-extraordinary to even get an opportunity in their space But again this is their space um, mm-hmm. But that's how culturally Clueless they are
2: It definitely is And that's exactly why, why I asked that question Like is there any way to not make a it? Because once Out of every hundred interviews Somebody might impress them enough That you know their deep rooted Racism gets, You know gets Put to the side and say okay let's give This nagra a chance we can only you know, think of one or two cases where that possibly happened, but they admitted it. They admitted that that was the thinking behind that. So that's why I'm torn, like, do we scrap it or do we keep it for the Mike Browns and, and, and uh, Mike Tomlins of the world who might go in there with their trapper keeper and everything organized and kill it to the point where somebody's like, man, maybe these Nagras are smart about this game. So that 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 is exactly why I asked the question. But I I don't know where they go from here. I think it's going to it's, it's going to be determined, I guess, by what's found wow. in this lawsuit, what's found during this investigation. But Jim, did yo, your man Bill Bellatec do this on purpose or is his
5: yo, coaching that was my that was personal. that in the group chat. I shared that in the group chat with y'all. That was my first thought that Lord. this is somehow, this is somehow um, a conspiracy that Bill was getting because Bill got fined all kinds of money for, uh, you know, all his all his shenanigans. <laughs> so he wanted everybody else to and get Bill caught like, doing something. <laughs> yeah, Bill was like, "All right, I I got some get back. I'm gonna wait a couple of years, but I'm gonna get y'all." So part of me still got <laughs> into that, but but
2: but even not right, or did like, he really he not know is, if he was talking to White Brian or Black Brian?
5: Yo, and that to me Damn, Brian Flores it, got it, it one of them. Makes it, it makes it amazing no, They
2: were text messages
5: He had two. And you know, he old heads don't ex-coaches. know what they're doing. He has two ex-coaches, a white Brian and a black Brian. He was thinking he was talking mm. to the white Brian, but he was talking to the black Brian and giving him... You so, know. He, so, anyway, so he congratulated I him on getting
2: a job, a job that hadn't been announced yet, B. And and that's when... Because wow. at first he was telling them, you know, good luck and all this kind of stuff. But what he was really was saying was good luck coaching not good luck with the interview he thought he was saying like good luck on your interview and all that and then he said he told him he was like well you know you you got the job so you know it's all good from here and just saying that kind of congratulatory stuff and that's when it hit flores he was like wait because he knew that brian dabble was a a candidate for this he knew that he had interviews so he was like are you talking to dabble or flores and then bill was like "Uh uh-oh
0: <laughs> he was like
2: Bill
4: said New number Who <laughs> 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 this
5: But wait. I think that's what, wrong wrong more, that's what makes it More amazing Because either, either He did this on purpose Which is amazing Or This whole thing That can cost NFL Millions and millions Of money And put a stain On the NFL Happened from an old White dude Just like texting The wrong person I think either One of those outcomes Are, are just fire It's amazing
2: And you know your man, your man Stephen A. Smith said Brian Flores shouldn't have exposed Bill Belichick's text and lawsuits. In the lawsuit, yo, that was the smoking gun. That was the case. That is the case. That's the smoking gun. How? Like, dude gets on the wrong side of stuff a whole lot, man. I don't. I'm gonna be trying to go on, dude. Like a lot of other people. That's good. That's
5: good for TV. But.
2: (laughs) But, but, like, come on, I stopped, dude. I stopped, like, I
5: stopped judging. I stopped judging um, TV uh, personalities because I honestly believe, and I, you watch enough of that stuff, they don't even believe what they say, yo.
2: It's like. I know, what people people I know for a fact. I, I, and I feel that, but if he don't believe it, though, like why he always got to seem to be taking the side of the, of the system, of the man. I be trying because to. That, I, I'm telling you, it. man, I be trying to defend Boy, I be trying to. Oh, no, man, don't call him a He ain't this and that. But. Like he always comes out in defense of the wrong side of the situation. Like why why can't we expose Belichick's that death. is the case? Death. What about death. black hexagonal? If it black
5: walks, crime, a run, if it
3: walks like a raccoon and it talks like a raccoon, <laughs> more than likely it's a raccoon.
5: What about black on black crime?
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: All right, so oh, in this man. case, man, where where do we go from here? Are, are are we gonna ever get the change that Brian Flores claims he wants to make? Because like B said, he's risking a lot. Um, because I nec- nah, I don't necessarily think might. that Brian Flores wouldn't have got another job because the backlash and the just the outrage was so strong and how he got fired from Miami in the first place, like. I thought he was kind of a, a hot coaching candidate at the time. And I actually thought he was going to be the Giants' next head coach. But the, and, and the crazy part about it is because of the position that we're in in this league, he still went through with the interview knowing that he was walking into something where somebody else had already been promised a job. He still went in there, tried to get his Mike Brown on and, and do the best that he could just in case because we we've been – Like, we've been so oppressed in this area, literally. Like, all they're looking for now is an opportunity to get in front of somebody. And they just got to bet on themselves, even though they know that that things aren't going to happen. So some of the other stuff in his lawsuit, he said when he interviewed for the Denver job a few years back, when they hired Fangio, he said, It was so disrespectful that John Elway and other Broncos representatives showed up late. They seemed like they were hungover from being out the night before, and they were just going through the motions of this interview. And then, you know, not too long after that, they announced that Fangio had gotten the job. Of course, John Elway emphatically denies these allegations, and another allegation that he made that is being substantiated by some other coaches, Hugh Jackson has come out and said, I will back you on this, let's go, that when they do get the jobs, they're being incentivized by their ownership group to lose games so they can get better draft positions. But that always ends up with them losing their jobs, even the ones who play ball a little bit. Because it sounds like, even though Hugh on his rah-rah right now, it sounds like Hugh Jackson played ball a in Cleveland with that, but he said he's going to back Brian Flores with that. So they're offering them like $10,000, $100,000 per loss so they can get better draft position, but you all, you know, the better draft position and the rebuild always comes with one of your white counterparts instead of you because you were just the one we needed to have in this embarrassing situation while we pay you to lose and then we judge you on your coaching record. How can we win, yeah? <laughs> How is it possible? Like, they're paying us the dues and then judging our performance on our coaching record. It is a lose-lose situation.
5: You can't win. You can't, can't get win. out and you can't get in.
2: Definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Andre Zimmerman. All right. But, um, yeah, so um, another one that came up in the midst of this, there were uh, reports leaked that uh, Jim Harbaugh, was going to leave Michigan because he was going to sign on Wednesday to be the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> now, when this announcement made was made, the Vikings were still interviewing candidates. So, in the 11th hour, Jim Harbaugh went back to all the people that he told goodbye to at Michigan to tell them that he was coming back and he'd be back next year. Sound like he didn't want to get he wanted no smoke. He did not want to get caught with the you know the the ish that's hitting the fan in this Flores situation. Um, Trying to stay out of lawsuit. Right. So so the the, the part about this uh, B and Jim is this like this is really nothing that we didn't know, but when details come out, it's always just like it's juicy, it's shocking, it's interesting to see that everything that we've thought about this whole Rooney Rule situation from the door is confirmed and and it's true. But do y'all think he has any chance of winning a lawsuit against the National Football League? Or will this be another give him money like Kaepernick and whatever the situation was with Cap after that? Because Kaepernick don't talk I'm enough. Don't
5: the, I'm just waiting for the fire doc with Ava on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Wait for that to pop up. Um <laughs> It's, this ain't going nowhere, man. I don't think it's going to be as revolutionary as people think. It's going to be a check cut, and then people are going to continue to watch football, and no black coaches will be there because it really ain't about that. It's about it's about being in the C-suite. I don't even care about coaching. Put us in the C-suite. If you put us in the C-suite, that's what happens. Then end up getting well, black coaches. Want that GM in job? Yo, <laughs> what's funny is this though. What do you, what do you guys think uh, Jason Whitlock's take was on Barn Floyd?
2: They telling him to shut his mouth.
5: I'm thankful for <laughs> the freedoms he's been given. Yo, I don't right, know he how He probably bad told him it was. to shut his
2: mouth. He got a know. chance and he, and he failed at it. That's probably what he said. I don't
5: know. I, I don't know how bad it was, but I know it was anti Flores, and they said it was so like disparaging that YouTube took it down because they said it was like you know that bad. Like I don't know what well, he must have been there calling him word or something because like YouTube took it down. Mm. Wow. So I don't know how far he went, but he went too far.
2: Well, anyway, we, well, we know we know what side he was going to take. Like Stephen yeah, A. is probably yeah, not far. even a, it probably wasn't even a take the side of the NFL. But he's one of those, uh, like Belichick is too big to have his name in this. No, if Bill Belichick was the one who, who fired the gun that's smoking, then Bill Belichick's name. It's gonna get put no, out there because tell you what Steve, then when the Steve black guy I, says, "I know comment. this for a fact because I was in a text message with a well-respected coach," and when he can't produce a name, then they're gonna call him all kinds of clowns and liars and he making stuff up. So hell
5: yeah, A bill listen,
2: name get put in.
5: I know, I know what Stephen A's, A's comment was about. Stephen A's comment is Stephen A is anti-sharing text messages because he got some stuff out there. That he, <laughs> he don't want to come out. Yeah, he like he so like Yo you can't anti, do this. He, and, <laughs> Yeah, he anti-sharing textbook because he probably talking filthy about everybody he works with, other players, like, you know. So Her that's what that was about.
2: At, at Molly when she was still married to Jalen. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. I, I can understand. Um, uh, Skyview in the chat room said, Leftwich will get Jacksonville, Flores will get Houston to prove, uh, in parentheses, to prove a point. Yeah, he's still in the mix for Houston and New Orleans. Um, Right, left, right. Leftwich is still in the mix for Jacksonville. I heard a lot of the, the Leftwood situation is really him, though. He doesn't want to work general manager. So he's trying to get them to switch general managers before they offer him a job, if they're going to offer him the job. I was figuring when I saw that report, I was like, okay, they're going to say, all right, then whatever the Negro. And then go a different way. Yeah. But now, because of what's going on, I think yeah, some of these back candidates actually have a better chance of getting a job, so they can try to quell this this whole thing before it really gets started. But nobody's left gonna be fooled got, by that. left with got. Nobody's gonna be left with got leverage. He like let me leverage because mm-hmm. I'm about to uh, <laughs>
5: bring my own GM. In. You know what I mean, like, let's get it.
2: I, I feel you. All right, so. Um. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy situation that's happening. Y'all got any, you know, last thoughts on this before we we move on? Is there any way that Flores and his side can win this this lawsuit? Because I've Mm. seen lawyers say, Yo, I'm on his side, but he ain't got no case. Like, damn. (laughs) Like, how's that sentiment in the same statement? Like, all he he can win the court of public opinion.
3: Um, he can be the hot, you know, hot story in the news cycle for a little bit, um, calling attention to something that has been an ugly truth for for for, for it feels like decades. But ultimately, ultimately,
2: is he winning? Nah, not on your life. And you know, some black people got on him this week for having white lawyers. But uh, you know, sometimes you need the whites to talk to the whites <laughs> <laughs> to try to. <laughs> even get some. <laughs> I don't know, but but that's weird. Oh,
5: hold
2: on. Um, what's
5: up? Yo, real quick though, I'm. I was reading Casey Mack's comment about Michael Jordan never hiring a black coach, but I think that's incorrect. Jordan did have a black. Coach. I think his first coach was a black coach, wasn't it?
2: Jordan yes. hired all kinds of black people when he first got to show. That's a couple couple yeah, he had a black, yeah, black He even he hired he Bernie a for a minute, didn't he? Right. Black, yeah, Jordan he had, like... had a lot of black people. In that organization. Yeah, what you talking about? Y'all still trying to kill Mike on that stuff because it ain't. <laughs> uh, I
3: kill him anywhere else other than his fashion taste and his
5: white girl. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, so so I, was just, I was just looking at that. Yeah, you wrong about
2: that dog. All right, so uh, hidden in all of this is the fact that Super Bowl Fifty Six is <laughs> a little over. A week away and you know there is pretty much a surprise participant in that game um, the Cincinnati Bengals will go to SoFi in Los Angeles to face the Los Angeles Rams so it's the second year in a row that you know the home team you know the host team for the Super Bowl is actually playing in the Super Bowl I mean the, the Rams haven't had a home field advantage for real for real since they moved back to Los Angeles but that's besides the point. It's still at home. These dudes don't have to do much of by the way of travel. I guess they can sleep in their own beds. You know, people act like that's a, a, a an advantage. No, well, they're probably going to no. hold up in a hotel anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, we're not going to get into, like, any predictions or anything like that because y'all know we got two more shows that we can talk about that we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. But just some initial thoughts on the game, on the matchup. Like, how did these two teams end up here, especially the Cincinnati Bengals? Like, how did this happen? Joseph.
5: To Marvin for
2: holding this um this franchise together, you know how we do. When somebody has success, mm-hmm. we're trying to go back to the nearest black influence and give him the credit. Free Mark Jackson. Oh. Free Marvin. Uh, Mark Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mark Jackson is the reason yeah, they is. should
3: have sent Mark Jackson. A, should have sent Mark a ring. Oh, he did for them. Um, <laughs> yo,
2: ridiculous. How the Bengals get man, here? We man. get after the
3: we get after yo, the black people be. too on here. Um, yo, salute to Joe Burrow, man. I have a feeling that I have a feeling they, they got something special, man. I think he 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 whoo, to lead the Bungles to the Super Bowl, the Bungles, man. <laughs> and after, I mean, after the horrific injury team he man. suffered, the way the way he stands in the pocket and allows himself to get CTE just to deliver the ball, yo, he's he's amazing, man. So salute to them, um, Matty well, to, Matty. To Stafford. your shot,
2: B. The Bengals. Mm-hmm. This is their first Super Bowl appearance since 1988. It's their third all together. They went. Remember, they went in '81 and '88, and both times they lost to the 49ers mm-hmm. by like one score. So, mm-hmm. what would you say about Stafford on the other side?
3: Um, how does this change his legacy if he wins this bowl? What well, that, for, what for, for the simple
2: do, fans, publicly, for the simple for fans, first of all. Be, he has to win for the simple fans, because yeah. it seems like what I've learned over this year, Stafford has a lot of detractors, <laughs> and a I don't lot. really know why. Like why? Like Stafford has this this stigma, like he has this reputation for being a choke artist, and I've never bought into that narrative. I'm like, yo, he, he played what ten or so years for the worst franchise in NFL history. Like, I give him a lot of credit for any quote-unquote success they had in that time because success for the Lions isn't the same bar for success for other people. But people keep saying that kind of stuff. But I'm like, but when has the Lions been in a situation, you know, to where Matt Stafford threw it all away type thing? Like, they're one of those teams when they did have, have, have uh, success and make the playoffs – they just lions their way out of the playoffs. I never thought it was one person that like choked their playoff chances away.
5: I still don't think that do Stafford's that good. He was. I still don't think that staff was that good. Like him and him and uh, uh and, and Jimmy G was trying to see who could lose the game the fastest. Um, I think that I, I don't think he's terrible either, though. But I don't think he's that good either. I mean, it is. But I think they could win despite him. And the fact is, they got. Players everywhere, yo. Like when you watch that Rams, oh, they only got, so really got players everywhere. They got they got white rice. You know what I'm I saying? You good. know what I mean?
2: I always
3: have. I think he real good. I mean,
5: I, I never have. <laughs> I still don't. I mean, you know, he's ass on Sunday. He made a couple throws, but I mean, he ain't that good. But it is what it is. They don't need him to beat off. That's the thing. The thing is, they really don't need him to be. They have a well-rounded team. Their defense is tough. Um, in terms of uh, you know Cincinnati man, like you know Joe Burrow better than all of us. Like. You know what I mean? Like hmm. so Joe Burrow Joe is definitely better than all of us. But out, outside outside of Joe Shisey, though, I think they're well coached. One of the things that impressed me about the Bengals is how well coached they are because even like watching them play throughout the season for fantasy purposes, like they never get like too high or too low. Like even when they started off slow, they stuck to their game plan. Like they're a well coached team on on both sides of the ball. They got a good kicking game, so they're well-rounded the team. I didn't think, I mean, obviously they seem to still be a little bit early than um, you would have thought they would, you know. I thought the Chiefs was going to, like, smack them. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, But, no, they here now. You know what I mean? Shopping Casey Mac and Vod, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I know Casey Mac is the run is over, but I thought he was talking about the Cowboys. But he was talking about his
2: Chiefs. Uh, um, um, I'm still, uh, like, you, you said you thought he was ass on Sunday? When oh, they come to Matt really laughing, I'd be wondering what games y'all be watching,
3: man. <laughs> I don't think
2: he was like, yeah. Really <laughs> what now, 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 he did. He did. You know, but this happens to every quarterback, even the, the ones that they call GOAT. Like, they throw in some stuff sometimes and that should be intercepted and dudes drop stuff like that. That happens. But from what actually time. happened in the game, I'm like, yo, like he, I thought he had a very good game because a lot of people weren't doing this against San Francisco. San Francisco liked to muck up the game a, l- a little bit and, and not allow you to go off for any kind of, uh, you know, good statistical run. But he had like a 96 quarterback rating in that game, 300-something yards. Like, mm-hmm. I thought he played – like well. I'm, I'm not saying it. he played well, great. Like I'm not saying he played great, but ass is very like strong. I said it. Like,
5: I, mean, I thought he was, like, you know, ass, but, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that he's not that good. I mean, I don't think he's that bad either, though. That's the thing. Like, he's just he's just Matt Stafford. Like, he is who he is. Like, but the thing is, he got weapons everywhere. Like, like literally. Like, white rice white is Arm that, talent. Like, Somebody said this week, said, well, white, well, white rice white be going to folks on Sunday, man, should be, like, considered racist. Like, will he be doing them D-backs as racist? You know?
3: <laughs> Arm talent for Matt Stafford is amazing. I
5: hate that term, yo. Y'all gotta stop saying that.
2: Hey. <laughs> but 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 that means a whole lot more than a lot of people take it. Like people think you're just talking about how strong somebody's arm is. Like uh, it's just about how you know the kind of throws that you can make. Not even just off the strength, but Yo, I don't, I don't know. I I think, I think dude, for platform everything. touch. Really? I always thought he was. I never bought into the narrative that he was bad. I'm like, come on, Barry Sanders never won. Never – not even – I ain't talking about winning champions because we don't expect the Detroit Lions to win championships no matter who they got. But they've never really had any real success with Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. I
5: mean,
2: like, they've wasted so much talent I'm not talking about Wendell Austin either. I
5: just never thought he was that good. I, I'm not talking no, about Wendell I mean, I but you could only be talking either.
2: about Detroit. I mean, he only played one year here and they No, I'm the talking about Sanders saying because and of even him, here. but – yeah, I mean, but even for the even whole season, season, he had a he's like killed. a one hundred and three passer rating. Like, what bad did he do with the Rams? He threw for almost five thousand yards again. He, listen.
5: See, but this is what I'm I talking about. I never thought about. the Bulls that I good, and even even in like, even in the going going
0: playoff
5: game, even in the playoff like game. It's funny.
3: It's funny because, because Jimmy gonna give credit to everyone else on that team other than Bull, and it is difficult when you got white rice. Um. Matt Stafford's nice, man. I, I don't know what you're watching,
5: man. Matt was nice. I, mean, I just told you. I, I mean, okay, you can have your thing I don't care. I mean, I don't think he's that good.
2: I, I mean, but we, we are—we have good. a sports culture. I'm just saying, I don't think he's that good. You're not substantiating it with anything. We, you know, we're gonna listen to you. I am just saying. I am just saying. <laughs> he, just he, just throws like, like, of, he throws hey, a lot. He throws a lot of balls. He throws
5: a lot of balls into traffic that he shouldn't. I mean, he to me when you watch that game on Sunday he was trying to throw the game away the fact is the, the fact is they are well rounded team that defense the defense they got is what like, even even the game before against the buccaneers right like so so in the buccaneers they were just like
2: they were just like uh the Tampa Bay buccaneers they felt they were a good quarterback away and it's you know i mean they were good enough they made the super bowl with with, with the other dude so, yes, they did. I mean, for me, like I said, I don't buy into the narrative, but for the people who who don't like dude at all, like he has – they have to win this game. For me, I think – I don't think he has point, to win
5: because I still think I still
2: think he Like, for me, – I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking you about do? you. I'm talking about the people out there who you know their, their opinion changes when the wind blows. So, if they win this game – I already – I can show you all a, a post from – like, I had a discussion with somebody on social media a long time ago about Matthew Stafford. Somebody just tagged me all of a sudden this week, like, yo, I got to apologize to you about Matthew Stafford, man. I, I see what you're saying. I see your point now. Like, those types of people. Like, so it, they have to win because, if, you know what? Because if they don't, I bet you do to hit me back next week, like, I told you. I don't know why I even <laughs> I, 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 I'll y- Y'all know back how people are. Again. Y'all know exactly. That there's something like that would happen. But let me let me so I'm ask talking you about those me ask you, who, you use because I'm like for
3: example of him throwing him throwing in the traffic which he he does get he does have those moments where he thinks his arm can beat any coverage but do you think Kermit defrog
5: is says well no i don't i don't i mean it, but, but, he but does Kermit, Kermit times too
4: Kermit I've will also try to between
5: I've also seen Kermit defrog carry a team like literally, I mean, I think seen Matt Gary Stafford carry the Lions.
4: The Lions?
2: Like carrying the Lions? Carrying the more losses? I game? Mean, what like, did he carry
0: to? He <laughs> 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 carried them to an L. I
2: mean, they were ten <laughs> and six a season. They were eleven and five a season. Like that's not
5: that carrying carry the Lions.
2: Know. They have a, a history of being losers. So if the Lions I like they, even listen. like they make the playoffs, like who who did they have to show for I mean, playoffs besides that?
5: I mean, I mean, I mean, the Lions have made the playoffs. Like that's not actually they haven't made the playoffs. I mean, they played the playoffs a couple times with Scott Mitchell and them. Like, I mean, you know, but we carry them to.
2: They're the Lions, dude. I mean, this is a team that went like zero and sixteen one year, didn't it? Close. I mean is I wouldn't you, I wouldn't say
5: Scott Mitchell carried him either though, but he went to the playoffs a couple times.
2: Yeah, but and Scott Mitchell was back there I'm saying I brought up Barry Sanders. He was the face of that team. So Barry never had any real success there. They went to the playoffs and won the game. They went to the playoffs and got destroyed by the Eagles who had Rodney at quarterback. So I was like this team has never done anything, but it seems like for us to call this guy good then Detroit has to be you know they have to be outside of their character they have to do something super great for us to be able to call do good like we've never seen good quarterbacks on bad teams like I have a lot but I don't know it just seems like the sentiment is if, if your team ain't ish then you ain't ish and I don't I just don't believe in that you know football this is not basketball where it's only five people on the court, so you have such a big, you know, part of what's going on. I know a quarterback is very important, but
5: I mean, I like, agree. You but it's like I also agree. Also, also to that same like uh, the same point. I feel like the team can go far without you being that great either. I mean, you just mentioned the Rams was just in the bowl with the other bowl. We know he can't play. Uh, he I wasn't mean, as bad to start. Now, now, he he, now, got, now he got a chance to like you know shine on the biggest stage. I mean, you know they didn't win the bowl, but they got here already. So he ain't really like yeah. you know he got him back here. Cool, Boy got him there too.
2: I don't think either one of them got them there. See, I don't even subscribe to that. I'm not saying Matthew Stafford got them there. I'm just saying Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. I always thought he was. I mean, I'm fun. not saying he, he, he got them there Yeah. But you talking about got them. I didn't say he got them to the bowl. I didn't say the other bowl. No, I didn't say you said that. I didn't say you said that. I'm, I I'm said just that. Making, I, sure that, was. Uh, making sure Making sure. I don't, I don't it, want anybody listening to this misconstruing because you said that. Now they're like, oh, they're talking about he got them to No, the
5: no. Making no, sure the just people are. Like <laughs> just like you said, him losing in Detroit doesn't tell everything. I feel the same way about him winning so far here. Um, he got to the Super Bowl with the Rams, let's say it that way. So Jared Goff, I mean, and I don't I really don't think anybody think, I mean, should, though,
2: because this team was good enough. Know, if they got a good quarterback, they'd be in this position. And he, I think he's a good quarterback. My my whole thing, like what I just told y'all about the dude tagging me out of the blue, saying like I actually was saying to do like, well, I wasn't trying to be right, like, and I don't think if if your idea is right is because they're in the Super Bowl, then. I don't think you're make, like I don't think he's making a great judgment. either. If you don't think Matthew Stafford is good, I don't think that you should think he's good now just because the Rams made the Super Bowl. Like I think that's stupid too. <laughs> that's just silly. No. People no, change I mean, their mind. Like
5: my, my, my point is, man, like you know, and, and again, he'll have the biggest stage to to kind of like change the narrative on him because everybody believes he happens on the biggest stage anyway. He could have been asked all year, but if he shines in the Super Bowl, that's all people are gonna remember anyway.
3: That's how, yeah, that's how I, think that's a, I think that's a bit of I think that's a bit of lazy analysis cuz it's like we've even oh, seen guys man, that, uh, could it's ball
5: not, that could I'm not giving you a, I'm not giving you a fact. The fact is when you shine on the big stage,
2: that's what people remember.
5: You get you So can, so you Joe got, I, listen, know, man, I don't, at, I don't think he's, saying, don't, the, don't think he's
2: saying your analysis is lazy. He's talking about that fact is Nate lazy analysis from the people who think like yeah. It. The fact that no, I mean, we yeah, know, know the fact, music. the fact that people only remember how you play on the biggest stage is lazy analysis. That's why people think Doug yes. Williams is a Hall of Fame legendary quarterback.
3: Is a Hall That's of why. Famer or <laughs> right. who was the boy from? They don't realize Joe he was from, the backup that But but
5: we're programming to kind of think that way. Like the
3: man from the Ravens is about big arm everything. Is everything, is a everything, for us.
5: everything in life. Everything in well, why life. Why does everybody have to go, go on
2: programming? Like I don't like. No,
5: no, I'm saying because no, no, everybody don't have to go on programming, but as humans, we are programmed to like stories. This is how we're programmed as human beings. So everything's about narratives and stories, and the biggest story is the biggest stage when the world is watching. So it's understandable. I know, but we we all that know that to be fact.
2: You know that to be fact, but do you disagree Did that that's? But analysis? I also, but I, but I you also, he wasn't saying you were, were now, making the analysis. You were just telling us the fact, which we all know.
5: I'm just saying, I but think I also those facts. I mean, outside of it. Be, Lazy. I mean, but I don't think. I mean, it is what it is. I understand it. I I get it. I mean, unless
2: you don't, maybe because maybe we're giving you credit, maybe you don't think that people that think like that is lazy analysis.
5: I can't speak for you. No, I, no, no. What I'm saying because if you
2: say I understand, think it it is, then we got to lump you in there with that. Then.
5: (laughs) Okay. I mean, I mean, I I understand. All I'm saying is I understand why people do that. Because at the end of the day we're talking about a game of amusement. People don't want to go down it's about narrative. That's why the only reason that any of these things exist is is, is for storytelling. That's why certain parts of ESPN are um, more profitable than others. It's about storytelling. In the big yeah, stage. No
2: but is you know you know human, human beings people, also. Is this is not just uh this is not just a game of amuse- game of amusement thing. Like people do this in real life stuff. Like people remember no, this, wars and stuff like so that like, for the for the highlights and, <laughs> and no, absolutely. And Cause it's all, cause we're, we
5: are programmed. We are programmed to, it's the reason why the Bible exists the way it does. It's great story. Hold that book. The way they hold the book is really about the stories. It's great storytelling, man. So
2: is it? I, guess, I don't think half of the people who read that book even understand the damn stories in that book.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they may not understand it. They have their, they have their own interpretations and we've seen people take those interpretations and do evil and great things with it, but it still goes back to the stories. If you can, if you just had a book that says, God says you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. That's one thing. But when you start telling stories around it, that's what makes it intriguing to people. It's the stories. So I feel like as humans, we're programmed for that. And on the biggest stages is where people make their money. It's where careers are made. Um, you brought up Doug Williams. Doug Williams is held in high regard, and my man had one amazing game. Like really, but, but he did it on the biggest stage. You know what I mean? It's the reason why. People talk about Robert already with this because how they remember those moments. It's about moments. You know what I mean? Shout out to the NCAA, man. One shiny moment, man. That's what it's about. So, yeah. But I get your point, though. But that, that's how he's going to be judged, though. So regardless of how he's played up until this point, regardless of that, if he comes out on Sunday and has the best game in his life, it's not even going to matter what he does after that. Shout out to Brett Flerk. It's not even going to matter what happens after that. It's all about narrative.
2: I know, and narratives even get skewed. What if he comes out – if he comes out on Sunday and has the best game in his life and the Rams still lose, then they're still going to say he choked. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, seen that's true. It. You've I, seen, that seen that before. Like, he I've could come, come out with, and have the uh, best game Tony, of his life.
3: Yo, and, Tony, Tony Homo, I was – I when he played uh, Peyton against your mob, Jimmy, I thought that was the greatest game in Tony Homo's life, man. But he had that one, <laughs> that one pick, and that's but,
1: all we remember.
2: No, but I, but I'm saying, that, I'm talking about, like, on situations, like, because, like Jimmy says all the time, the farther away we get from something, people don't even, like, first of all, a, a lot of people start talking about stuff that they really didn't even see, so they don't even know the details of what happened in it. So if mm-hmm. somebody has this reputation for being a choke job, whether it's fair or not, the farther away Mm -hmm. we get from the actual details of it, all you're going to see is, well, that guy that they said was a choke got a chance on the biggest stage, and his team lost. So it's automatically his fault, especially if you didn't watch the game. You can even go back to the Mm -hmm. statistics and see this dude was 15 for 22, 416 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions, but they lost. So what we said about him, like, our narrative is going to remain our narrative. He's a choke job. And I just find that kind of stuff ridiculous because people don't care about any details. Like, whatsoever. No, they don't. They absolutely don't. I mean, that's, <laughs> so that, if you
5: lose,
2: it's a, told y'all about Matthew it's about Stafford. Story you can't win with Matthew Stafford on your team. Like, oh, God. <laughs>
5: No, it's about storytelling, man. No one cares about any of that, man. Like if you look at if you look at the whole Bill Russell and Wilt thing, right? And you break down everything that happened to Wilt year right. after year, Wilt, in terms of his
4: team. His ass.
5: But but no one cares <laughs> about that. Because again, the stories of like listen, man. No one cares about facts when the story is amazing, man. I mean, that's kind of the world we live in, bro. And, but the thing is, what I'm re- what I'm recognizing is, it's always been that way. It's always been about great storytelling. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, 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 had, I, 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 had, I I had somebody. I always feel what you're saying. It's definitely facts. I just don't subscribe to that. Like I don't I just don't give a pass to the way to people thinking that way. Like I can't just settle a. It's
5: not that I give a pass, I just understand it. Like I, I it's not that I give a pass because I don't care one way or the other. I just understand it. Like, I don't get offended when people feel that way all because right, so, I get why they feel that way, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not offended. I just think people stupid. That's all. <laughs> yeah, an <laughs> offense. So, yeah, it
5: just don't bother me. I, I guess the way I look at it is it don't bother me. Like, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. All
2: right, so um, Joe Burrow on the other side, because, you know, we, we definitely – I mean, now we're all guilty of this. You know, we all make a big deal of the quarterbacks anyway, but – this young dude in his second season doing the stuff that he's doing, like B. You said you think they got something special there. Joe like yeah. You. I mean, y'all, thought, y'all yeah. thought that after the year two in, in Philly with the other bull too, and then you know. <laughs> um,
3: you know what? It's funny you say now, that. Now, now he let a, a running back
2: taking I'm, his back.
3: Get, I'm I'm late to un I'm late to unhitch hitch the wagon because I still believe that there's a chance. That if he writes his mental illness, he, he could he could he could have a very good career still. But net, that's neither here nor there. I, I think Joe, man, I looked at his numbers, like literally his per game numbers, and I, and shout out to to Chase, Jamar got a lot to do with that. But my grace, you He's name one man. dude. He got a bunch of
2: weapons. T Higgins, yeah, he does. He got a nice tight end. Yo, Yo, Mixon Yo, in the Mixon. Mixon,
3: yo Mixon's, Mixon's woman beating ass is amazing. Yo, he, I, I didn't even realize. Like, sheesh.
2: He, he do have. You should have realized, it, though, me. You should have realized because of what you just said. If you beat a woman publicly, and you still mm-hmm. get another chance, then job. you know he had to be nice. If Ray Rice was six years younger and he wasn't the old Ray Rice that they could discard of, Ray Rice would have been in the league too. If Colin sure. Kaepernick was Listen. Warren Moon with legs, he would have been back in the NFL too. So it is, you had to know yeah, he was not nice, even without Great seeing point. him play. Because it's like, how do you beat up yeah. a woman and everybody know about it and you still playing? Because talent do not matter. Cause they don't care, yeah. So If you a bum, then they're gonna act like they got a moral compass. Oh, uh, he ain't that good, so good he's not worth the trouble. But Mixon was worth the trouble, in their eyes. <laughs> um, he, he's still a band to to a lot of the rest of us. But all right, so you know, like I said, we, we're gonna talk about the the Super Bowl and the matchup uh, coming up next week, and then of course we always have our uh, pregame show on the day of the Super Bowl to make our final picks and, and give our final thoughts on the game. But, you know, it's good to see. This is two teams that I wouldn't mind see, seeing, you know, either one of them win. Um, I think if the Bengals win, the story would be amazing on that one. Um, but no, you know, this, this is one of those matchups I think, I hope it's going to be high power because, you know, sometimes we get some stinkers in the Super Bowl. Um, not really from a defensive standpoint. If you love defense, then the ones that most people call stinkers weren't really stinkers. But, you know, we want to see some high-scoring stuff. We want to see some Joe Burrow magic. We want to see if Stafford can 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 be good on this stage. So I'm looking forward to this one. Um, Y'all yeah, no, looking more your forward to the game or the halftime show? Halftime show is in our Somebody house. <laughs> <laughs> I do because I want to see Snoop. "Quote unquote," mistakenly throw some curse words out there man, <laughs> in the middle where, of the show. Where,
5: where Janet, at, man. Where Janet. They probably daddy. gonna be Yo, Yo,
2: Where is, is Janet's titties at? I mean, where's Janet, Janet at, at,
5: man? <laughs> is, yeah. mo, is Monet gonna titties? Janet just had
2: a, a two part documentary that was pretty good. Um,
5: You know, I ain't even watching yet. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't watching. Oh, again. you ain't it yet? But, uh, there.
2: Yeah. I didn't. I
5: didn't watch it yet. The mo- I mean, I heard watch about it because the Twitter street. Street, they yeah, people out, people young. let
2: their hands loose. Like they don't they don't Yo, care about Monet who saw what
5: <laughs> Monet gonna show a titty or no? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Monet. She got more kids than y'all think. If you know, you know. All right, so um <laughs> what was the biggest story of the week prior to all of this Brian Flores stuff is that Tom Brady, universally considered the GOAT Um, He announced his retirement. Now, this was after, I guess, a little premature report had leaked a few days before that. So when the, the, the report came that Tom Brady called it quits, Tom Brady and his dad came out and said, well, no, Tom is still mulling everything over. He hasn't decided that he wasn't playing and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think we all still knew it back then, because even in the chat group, Jim, we talked about it. We were like, this sounds like it's one of those things where Tom Brady is upset right now because he wanted to control the report. He wanted to control the narrative. He wanted to go out how he wanted to go out, and somebody, you know, went and leaked that early. So a few days later, he wrote a nine-part tweet slash Instagram post talking about his career, thanking teammates, his Bucks teammates, nine-part message and said not one word about the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, any Patriots teammates or anything like that. So what do y'all think that was? I, I, I mean, I knew they didn't part in the, the super best of terms, but how do you win six Tom, Super Bowls?
3: Tom, Tom, team, Tom Brady is hurt. Become what
2: you become with the Tom team, Brady is, and then you don't say anything about them. How do you do that?
3: Tom, Tom Brady is hurt on two fronts. Number one, that was a shot. Yes, it was a shot at Bill Belichick. Um, It was a shot at Bill Belichick because they said over 20 years, Tom wanted Bill to at least take one, maybe two steps towards him. Like maybe Tom was wishing for a big brother and it didn't have to get there, but (laughs) they said dudes had no relationship outside of football. Like outside of the building, um, Tom reached out dozens of times over the years and Bill either wouldn't get back or he would hit him with a FOH, and um, Tom just, it all pent up. But what it really was, was Daddy Daddy Kraft. He felt like Daddy Kraft should have stepped in and stepped up to override Belichick and that Daddy Kraft chose Belichick over him.
2: Kraft has always Mm -hmm. publicly back Brady, even when Bill was kind of trying to let him go when they thought Garoppolo was going to be the, the next up. And, you mm-hmm. know, Kraft spoke up for him. But ultimately, you know, you, Kraft has a coach that many considered before Tom Lust to be the greatest coach in the history of the game. So it's like, even though I love the quarterback, like, I, you know, if this guy, is, if this coach is going to be here. I have to go and I gave him that power. He's not only the head coach, he gets to make all the decisions. So he had to let him do what he had to, you know, what he had to let him do. But you're right. I think if it was up to craft and he was one of those meddling owners, if he was Jerry Jones, even if he's trying to, you know, if he, if he's what, what's the name is trying to be now a little bit, Jeff Laurie, like he would have stepped in and, and, and messed up the whole dynamic and, and overridden the whole thing. But he, he, he played his lane. He stayed back and did what he, what he, was supposed to do as a team owner. And now we have what seems to be a lot of animosity. And I am hearing reports that Kraft has reached out and Brady's still going to end up doing the whole sign with the Patriots for one day type thing so he can retire as a Patriot. But it's just shocking to me. You know, you spend 20 years in a place when six Super Bowls, you know, this is the place that pretty much molded you into what everybody thinks is the GOAT. And he doesn't say anything about them. How shady was that, Jim? Because he's supposed to be a better person man. than all of us. Go shady. Good, riddance, <laughs> good riddance, bozo. <laughs> I'm glad. Yo,
5: I'm glad you I got just ahead, want man. you.
3: I just want you to know yeah, you Dev, I see what you did. I see what you did there. I see what you <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's
5: probably better than all of us. It's definitely shady. But yo, it uh, was shady. I mean, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That's just shady, though. He's, he's, he's damn near feminine <laughs> with his petties, like. I mean, you know, we we talk I mean, about like when he weird wins of, games on the road. I mean, what you expect? No, nah, he, he's very very petty. When he wins games on the road, he plays like he does his little videos on IG where he plays artists from the hometown of the team he beat in the background, like mad mad subliminal petty shots. Like that's who he, he is. He didn't
2: he didn't so, shake you know. uh, Nick Foles' hand after the Super Bowl. Probably like how does
5: yeah man how
2: bum beat me? Good riddance, <laughs> good riddance, bozo. <laughs> All right, so, you know, 22-year. I'm I ain't got to hear the year. It is off, over. We... Side, they note, probably a side still... note, real
5: quick. That's what put... Don't, don't, put don't, on don't on the watch record, any uh,
2: Bucks or Patriots games, though, because they're probably still going to talk about him every single week.
5: Yo, i just want to put this on the record, Joe. I-, I watched uh, the game this week and I'm like, yo, I'm getting sick and tired of Tony Romo. It went, it went from, like, him being, like, entertaining.
2: And, yeah, um, it
5: like it was good until he He's irritating, yeah. But he
2: is you know, But you know why, though? He believed the hype when everybody was saying, wow, he's pretty good at this. So now he feels he has to do so much shtick. And, yeah, he's he's gotten – I'm, I'm oh on board hell. with you on that, Jim. I'm tired we'll of it. you to put
5: Romo, that on the record.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Definitely. I mean, they didn't gave him his own – what is it, Romo something where he drawing on the screen? Come on, man. They're doing too much. They're doing too much. All right, so um, peace out to Tom Brady. Uh, real quick, um, just a little, uh, NBA report. Young man, Ben Simmons has now lost $19 million in fines. So Ramona Shelburne of, of ESPN wrote a, a long article about Ben Simmons this week. And a lot of people think they're learning something in this article and they're having these discussions of like, well, after hearing what Ramona had to say, do you think there's a chance now that the six, that he will suit up for the Sixers? So that debate is going back and forth. But she uncovered some more stuff saying, you know, not only was he upset with Doc for saying what he said after the game, which I think is the weakest reason to be upset ever. Doc did not say anything malicious, but I'm not going to revisit that. He's upset that Doc didn't come see him in L.A. during the offseason. Even though Doc tried to reach out, he texted him a million times, and he would not take his calls or his texts. He expected after that for Doc to show up to where he was training, like he knew where I was training. So <laughs> you expect to shut him out. And remember the Sixers, the players, they were about to send the whole contingent out there and he said, No, nah, don't come.
3: So he's mad Young that, that it, no
2: it, he's man. mad that they didn't make these moves anyway after he acted like a petulant child and told everybody nah. Oh, shit. Women don't do, yeah. Right, like that that kind of thing where they expect you, you to know, know. You're they're really know. thinking when they're telling you something out loud? Like yeah, she's saying she's mad at you, you for not doing this and she told you not to do this? Yeah, that. You're right. Yo,
5: man, yo you know exactly what I'm talking about, yo. you supposed right. to know. What do you mean I'm supposed to know, yo? Right. My bad. Exa- <laughs> I know.
2: It's like you told me exactly what you wanted me to do. You wanted me to kick rocks and go to hell. So now that I didn't go down the hell, you got a problem with that? Like, make up your mind. Like, you told me to roll. Yeah. So this is, what <laughs> right. this is exactly what he did. So I, Yeah, I've, I've been through it too. Um, that's weirdo stuff, man. That is really weirdo stuff. So I'm going to ask you all. I don't know if you read the article because I can see why people are having this debate with the little tidbits that she put in there. But back to this. With the trade deadline coming in a week, if he doesn't get traded, do y'all think there's any chance that he's going to suit up for the Sixers this season? All right, so no,
5: and I know we were talking about it a little bit of gotta know from me. I think that if he, I think that if he did, I think the fans would actually embrace him, right? And I know that sounds crazy. As well, what, that's what I said.
2: I'm like, eh. I think some will.
5: I don't know. I think I think, think, I think the fans would try to like like get get him back on the like they they because the thing is, all they want to do is win. You know what I mean? Like, they want, all they want is for him to get better. That's the craziest thing. All they want is for him to get better. <laughs> That's what's yeah, so crazy about this
2: the, the, what, what I don't agree with, with that, with you and Woj's sentiment, I think if he plays, I think the night he suits back up in Philly, I think during introductions, if he starts, he's going to get the booze. What I do, mm-hmm. like, I guess where I can meet y'all halfway is, especially with you adding what you just added. They just want to win. I think he can earn it back way quicker than anybody thinks that he can. Probably way quicker. It'll,
5: it'll, it'll take less than one
2: quarter. Dude, he huh. died, if he dives hard. in the front row, if he dives over the front row and knocks some beers down to try to save a ball in the first quarter, you got Philly. And then go on to press so,
5: conference. If he makes one Jalen he he Hurts
2: What to say in the press game, in the post-game conference.
5: And you're good. Yeah, let's wear AI, AI jersey, But, yo, it was somebody. I forgot who it was. And shoot three jump shots.
2: Shoot three jump shots. You don't have
5: to make a point. Shoot three jump shots. I don't want to steal their point, but it was someone on TV. I'm not sure who said it, but, the, you know, shout to whoever you are. What they said was the thing that no one's was talking about, who about was the whole
2: talking, thing. He was talking with Nick yeah. Wright and Broussard. I don't know his name either, but I know what you're talking
5: about. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that was the interview I was talking about, but the boy said the one thing. Hmm. He said, yo. Ben Simmons is scared to play basketball Like forget and Philly. For Philly and like,
3: I agree, I agree with that He's absolutely
5: scared percent. to be on the court That's the thing that people don't even talk about Like yo my man is afraid to be on the court So this is a way for him to not have to face his demons Of being in like a live basketball game My man is scared
2: <laughs> That's crazy uh, That's that nervousness you have When you play like for the first time At Gustine Lake <laughs> he <laughs>
4: yeah, playing man, at He's playing at Gustine Lake for The rest of his life
2: Welcome to, like, to the Terror Dome. But, um, yeah, so so I don't know, man. The trade deadline is coming. We'll see um, what happens with that. You, we talked about the whole Harden situation. So our stat of the week, man, this comes from, from somebody else, another point guard who, who hasn't played this season. Y'all, man, John Wall has played in fewer games than Dirk Nowitzki over the past five years. But you got to remember, like, the amazing part about that is Dirk retired three years ago but he's played in more games over the past 5 years than than John Wall. John Wall, <clears throat> excuse me, has played a total of 72 games over the last 3 seasons seasons and was paid 101.6 million dollars in that time span. That equals 1.4 million dollars per game that he's getting paid. So we're not even talking about how much money he's getting paid to not play in games that he's not playing, but over the past Three seasons. This dude has made one point four million dollars per game, and made a whole lot, much a whole lot more. You know, not playing at all. So that's Shout, crazy. To John shout out to John Wall. <laughs> we want that John shout out Wall. to John Wall. Free, free money. Free hey, free shout, free out money. Walt, shout out to John Wall, man. That's what fifty
3: did. Shout out to John Wall and his YouTube appearances.
2: All right. So our quote of the week, and the quote of the week is not so much the quote because I think we would all agree with the quote. It's more of the potential outrage when you guys hear who made the quote. So, quote, at this point, you can't touch nobody defensively, or it will be two free throws. That quote comes from one Mr. James Harden. (laughs) James Harden is complaining that you can't touch anybody this guy who went to the free throw line in the past few years at a clip of like eleven per game for fouls that he was pretty much committing on the defenders, and he's complaining now because things aren't going his way and his team's way. y'all, y'all think boy got a lot of nerves to be like?
5: Yo, yeah, I like boy is abs. Boy is absolutely insane. And yo, boy, yo, boy is the most talented insane person. Yo. Cause here's another thing about James Harden I want to bring up. I was looking today. I didn't realize because like I watched him play, and I feel like James Harden is having this off year. <laughs> I'm like, he ain't the same James Harden. Yo, so the boy I averaging so like 23, easy. 10 and 8. Yo, he averages 23, 10 and 8. How you average 23, Yo. 10 and 8 on the off year?
2: Scott, you said, "I'm over Simmons. It's all about Maxie. I watch every single game. Maxie is better. <laughs> Yo, I love Maxie. Yo." But Skyview, scoring isn't everything. If you, like, I don't want to disrespect your bas- basketball acumen, man, but Maxie is a point – he's a guard who can get his own shot. He's quick as hell. He can score with the with the best of them. But Maxie cannot run a team yet. I'm not saying he won't, but – like, some people, like I've
5: seen,
2: I don't want Maxie involved in any of these trades. I want Maxie to be a sixer. But there's some people out there like, yo, Maxie is untouchable. Maxie has not reached the level of being untouchable. If we get a yeah, great deal stars in, this, in this Ben Simmons trade, then, then Maxie will have to be somebody you put in there, too. Maxie will be dude, on the
5: first thing smoking.
2: Right. Skyview, it's not all about scoring, man. And you still haven't acknowledged the fact that every time Maxie has a good scoring game the other point guard either scores the same or outscores him. Now, I know those most of those dudes are more famous than he is at this point, but you got to play some defense in this league. You got to learn how to run the team. Like we have while he's in the game, you got people like Furkan Korkmaz running the point guard. And you can't have that cuz Furkan Korkmaz can't even dribble. So, yeah, I don't want to sound I'm like I'm Maxie against him because I'm excited about Maxie, too. I'm sitting here every night cheering, especially when he gets big buckets and he's first going one, back and forth with John Moran or somebody like that. But y'all got to calm down and look at the game from, all, all, you know,
3: overall yeah. perspective.
2: Maxie has to learn the back defense, and Maxie has to learn to Maxie, run.
3: Maxie the is
5: a too. gunslinger. Maxie not a is general. not a
2: point guard. At Ma- this point. Yo, Maxie is a guard. Yeah, that Maxie
5: picks said. Maxie defense. said – I'm, I'm going to give you 22, 23. I might give up 27, I but might, I'm going to give my
2: 23. might give up 27. Right. <laughs> Come on. Like, so, so I don't want to hear this. He, like, Maxie's not a better player than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a, a BAN. He's sensitive. He's all that stuff that we don't like in a human being. But, like, you are fooling yourself if you think Tyrese Maxie on February 3rd, 2022 is a better basketball player than Ben Simmons. Like, that's just ridiculous, man. Because, like, they, we've always seen this, though. People look at dude's flaws so much. They're so glaring to most people that they're not realizing how much he impacts the game and, you know, what he's doing overall. Like, seriously, I feel you. I like that
5: Yo, Maxie. he like.
2: Maxie is my guy. He like Draymond I
5: don't Green. He like Draymond Green, yo. Buddy. Yo, Draymond Green, yo. Y'all going to start doing Draymond Green as props one day. Yo, when he's not in the lineup, I don't know, you because know, he don't even put up numbers. I don't know what he does. But when he's in that lineup, that's a different team, yo. Right. Um, and you're like, what they got to do with Ben? Yo, because Ben does everything. But Ben actually does stuff and gets numbers. No, Draymond doesn't get any numbers. But somehow, when he's playing, yo, the, the Warriors are a different team. King, yeah. king of you got the got quadruple don't single. Don't get me
2: wrong, man. I love Tyrese Maxey, man. But he has some work to to do to get to where some of you are already putting him. Charles Barkley told y'all back in the early 90s, man, any knucklehead can score. So it's good that Tyrese can go out there and get a bucket. He can blow past anybody. He can do all of that. He's even developed a nice outside shot at this point. So I love his development. So I'm not saying he won't be what we would ultimately need him to be if we're going to say, okay, we're going to settle in – we're going to make this trade. We don't even need a point guard because we got Maxi. I don't think we're at that point yet. I think if you can get a Harden who can run the team, you have to get a Harden. If you can get somebody like that that can run a team, you have to do that. Because
3: Dev is not trying there to you. depend on Fuquan Maxon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I, I really <laughs> you know, I think Maxi has shown himself to be like, even if Ben Simmons came back, I think Maxi, he should probably still be in the starting lineup. You know what I'm saying? Because it works out anyway because even though Ben can and has guarded
3: smaller point
2: guards, like you can still do your regular matchups defensively while letting Ben Simmons run the team. And Maxie can be off the ball and score and do all the things that he wants. But when we get into these close games, these crunch time games, and you're wondering why Joel Embiid is bringing the ball up, you have to question that a little bit. It's not just because he's that good. It's because there's no trust in anybody else. And we've seen, you know, even cats like Maxi with the ball in his hand in, in, in big time situations, if he's not shooting or scoring and you're depending on him to just make the right play, it's going to rise sometimes. So, but he, but uh, he also said he don't want Harden on his sixers because of no defense, but you're talking about, it's all about Maxie. Who give up more than you score every night? Ah, yo, some people start yeah, liking that's people that's personally, that's... and it just gets weird. <laughs> just yeah, just... yeah, because my thing
5: is, like, yo, I, I listen, I like Maxie too, right? You know what I'm hey, saying, shot the Maxi, I got, I got the rookie top shot card and all that. But one
2: dimensional. How can you say?
5: Right. How can you say I don't want Harden because he don't play defense? But you champion Maxie? right? Yo, that's
2: the case, if that's the case, Harden is gonna give you thirty a game. You know what I'm saying? Why well, Maxie giving you like 16 a game? Like, that's, that's, yeah,
3: that's Maxie giving you less D. I
2: like, was about to say, ain't, Harden ain't, ain't going to guard nobody. Nobody's going to outscore the person that's guarding him. So yeah, this really doesn't make that much. Yeah, Harden, defen- Harden
5: defense. Harden defense is offense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So yeah. Hey, <laughs> We'll, well, we'll see how it works out, man. I like – that's how i say. I, I, I don't want Skyview to think that I don't like Maxie. It's just that I have to keep it objective when people are going too far on either side. I'd be the same way, and I had the same passion somebody told me. Oh, Maxie a bum. Y'all in trouble with him. I'm going to argue them down too. But there's a middle ground. Well, to shout,
5: to Skyview, shout to Skyview for one thing, though. Skyview is consistent because he just <laughs> assuming Maxie's name before the season started. Like, he's he's Maryland <laughs> on board,
2: and he going, you know –
5: you know what I mean? You maybe maybe you'll be in Brooklyn with him. Maybe you'll take your fans into Brooklyn when he ends up there.
2: You'll <laughs> be in Brooklyn with him when they get rid of him, or Washington. When they play,
5: Maxie Maxie gonna
2: start looking for cribs in Dumbo right now. <laughs> you know, because they offer us they offer us Bill and Dumliddy for Simmons and Maxie. All right, Tyrese has been nice, young boy. <laughs> like, yes. you know, I, I mean, i he live goes, in Washington. I see you play sometimes. But um, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not. All right, so before we uh quickly go through these grind topics, we're gonna go to the phone line because we got one call. I know Tobias is upset because Jimmy didn't had him waiting all this time. So uh what up, Tobias? Roll damn tight, man. If I was yeah. white, y'all would have picked up my line. Pretty much. Yeah, at least you yeah. <laughs> with it. We would have needed to get the opportunity to get in front of somebody right and talk to them. You know, we need the opportunity. Because, you know, if we don't get that opportunity, then, you know, you'll never know if we would have made a good impression or not. Shout out to the well, NFL. Well,
4: appreciate that Stephen A. Miller and, uh, and Jimmy Whitlock. Appreciate <laughs> that, oh, <there>, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, What about Tom Brady? Bucs fans are mad at me. I am like, I'm glad he retired. He can build the team back up because you're going all in every year, kicking a can down the road, and you're up there depending on a 44 year old quarterback who'll be 45 this year. Who else thinks that's foolish? Uh, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> here's the here's the funny part, right? The bet, and I hope B. Austin the sitting down right now. The very favorite to replace Tom Brady is Jimmy G in the Bruce Arians, no risk and no biscuit offense, Jimmy G, the guy who did an option pitch in the championship game, uh, that's Jimmy G. Uh, but, you know, everybody keeps saying, oh, but he wins. And I say the best uh, way I can equate that, fellas, is, hey, we all went on blind dates back in our younger days. Hey, how she look? But she got a great personality. She's a sweet girl. All right, but how'd she look? That's what Jimmy G is. nice like swell guy, but he's still ugly, if you get what I'm saying. Uh <laughs> you know, and then these idiots keep saying, Oh, we're gonna get Russell Wilson. Why the hell is Seattle gonna trade Russell Wilson? I keep asking people that. Well he has. That's the NFL, this ain't the NBA. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they'll take to retire. It, they don't wanna trade you. And I just think that fans think that this is madden where you just pick anybody. But at the same time with Jimmy G, you ain't going nowhere with this guy. We ain't going nowhere with him. You might as well go ahead and you might as well go ahead and get Bruce Arians a hundred thousand dollars a game and go ahead and go for the pick. You know. I don't know, fellas.
2: Hey, yeah, I see you. Um I'm gonna ask you a, a quick question about the whole uh this, Quick, uh, you gotta be waiting all damn day,
5: don't quit Uh-oh. what happened. Yo, real quick, I just gotta Richie tell news. y'all, it just came out, man.
2: Maxi got traded.
5: Fred Van, <laughs> Fred Van Vliet is an all-star. Just gotta put that
2: out there. Breaking news! Breaking news! He gave us a breaking and to tell us his homie, Freddie Vance. my <laughs> young ball, <boy>, man. It's <laughs> 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 one
1: of my, yo, yo, my yeah, young you know, ball, man. It's my favorite players in the league. Jimmy, Jimmy Cousins, Fred Vance, uh, we made the all-star team. Yeah, Let's break you it down, man. Yo, y'all got to uh, start, start respecting
2: me, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> start
5: respecting me, man. Freddy yeah,
3: man. What you about to ask me, Yo, listen, Fred been respecting Fred. For years,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was about to ask you a Super Bowl question, but no, we we are gonna save that because we got two more Super Bowl shows coming up. So yeah, get all uh, your Super Bowl but yeah, ready for next week. But yeah,
4: people talk like Brian Flores, right? Uh People talk about he gave Bill Belichick text messages. Uh Well, the problem is that once you give up a text message, it's kind of fair game. And uh mm-hmm. and I hate how like the whole tips right now or sabotage this thing themselves. is like, well, look at his wife. Oh, he hired white lawyers. Um, you know, <laughs> the whole tip sabotage everything here, <laughs> you know. And sometimes, and I'm looking at Brian Flores, could he beat his heiress Kirk Flood? Uh, and Kirk Flood gave it all up for free agency, and Brian Flores ain't coaching no more. At best, he'll be even
3: junior, be junior high, man, junior yeah. high.
4: No, yeah. he'll probably be coaching under Josh McCown. Oh, my bad, McCown's a quarterback coach at high school. But somehow he's a hot coaching candidate. But but uh, but it's but those interviews are that right, These guys are going yeah. on. And it's hard for those guys to not even go to those interviews because you end up rocking a hard place when you're a black coach. And what people don't say mm-hmm. also, even on the college level, even, a lot of black coaches go to the worst spots. And I remember that was a mm-hmm. black coach. He went to the Mexico State for, for college football. You know they got to do funding with bake sales and car washes? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. so I just think that I'm glad he put it out there. NFL would try to cut him a big check to keep him quiet. But it should show that the Rooney rule, it meant well. But it also became a sham because at the end of the day, you can't tell these folks who to hire.
2: Hey, uh, I don't even know if it, they hey, meant well. I think they were just trying to throw, well. throw a bone. Like, yeah, yeah. probably just shut up. Take this, shut up. Because I mean, shut up and dribble. Yeah. right? It, it's still a shame these days that we have to have rules in place just to get us an interview. Because you, you knew they were going to learn. You know, they they were going to learn the loopholes of the rule. Like, all right, you know, we can know who we're going to hire. Let's bring them in and check the box and tell the NFL that we did what we had to do. So it's like, we don't know that number, uh, you know, off. We don't know it to be, you know, the facts of it, but can y'all imagine how many black candidates since the Rooney rule has been put in place? Can y'all imagine how many black candidates have actually interviewed with NFL teams that had already made their coaching decision, but was just waiting Whole to trouble. get this out of the way? Yo. <laughs> Oh, so Tobias, let me yeah. tell you
3: Tobias, They probably had it a in Pittsburgh man,
2: The ball a young man so who coaches good, like Jimmy said. Who
3: coaches for the Eagles He coaches He gets sneaker. he gets cleats, and he folds towels So they get my man Deuce to come in He'll interview, and then the very next day He's folding towels for his running backs Because they never had no Serious consideration of hiring a dude With a neck tattoo They just wanted to check the box <laughs> <check> the
4: box. <laughs> That is gonna hurt them in the long run, for real. That's what I don't care if nobody says that's, that's true. Yeah. But you know, and I'm, this I'm still in this effort, a all the
2: East and West All Stars have been revealed, and Jimmy broke in just to just to tell us about Freddie.
5: Yeah, hey, hey, man,
2: you
5: cause yeah. y'all got to put some respect on my young boy name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they got their life getting
4: quoted in All Star game now, but uh, you know, but uh. It like It happens out here. I fit on a job interview. I was the only black guy in the building, so I knew I wasn't getting this gig, <laughs> and uh, that's how it is. It did, like, the whole tanking thing. I actually believe that. You see, sports, that openly tank. And, uh, but why would a coach want that on their record? It will be used against them. And the players... It's especially the NFL, you're putting tape out there because the contracts aren't guaranteed. Who may be a bust, because two of let's just be honest here, it ain't looking good for them so far. And uh, and now your coach is out of his job. These players may not get on the spot and they tell you they look too good to get less money. And if the team does get good, oh, yeah, we got to uh, have the next coach take over that or the next GM. Look what happened to Philly. So of the players start getting good. Pinky was out of there and the other people are in. You know, Brett Brown, Doc Rivers was pretty the same guy. Doc Doc has better PR. But uh, you know, it's just how it is, man. And uh and I hope that he keeps fighting I hope he goes for it. And I just hope these hot just chill out for one moment. Stop going like Oswald Bates, even though Meg back Dyson stole Oswald Bates flow. But I just hope they stop going Oswald Bates there for five minutes. They didn't realize there's a bigger picture with this stuff. I
5: mean, and my last thing, fellas, so they're not going to stop. Yeah. That's
4: they yeah. yeah, and my last that's thing is last everybody thing. keeps talking about we need more black owners. You, you cannot say you need more black owners until you address the reason there ain't no black owners, because of system wealth and systemic racism. These guys, ain't get they get their wealth well, like the Michael Jordan from entertainment.
2: The they got it from that's resources. True, but-
0: and survive. Michael some Jordan wouldn't,
2: argue, wouldn't own a some, basketball team if some, some black dude didn't sell it to him.
3: Yeah, <laughs> would. Yeah, that's true. That's real true. They, they still rap. gotta
2: let us in the club. Some would, some would argue.
3: <laughs> Someone some would argue that Coach Brian Flores is actually a part of the problem because as you look at wealth transfer, if he is to amass some wealth and transition, that wealth goes back to them anyway. So that's huh. a part of where the Hoteps may have. Legs
4: I to mean stand he's on in <laughs> <And> black. <laughs> well well the police says he's black. But at exactly. his house he's probably eating like avocados right. three times a day.
2: <laughs> For this case he's black. When he get pulled over, he's definitely black. But you know, his name is Flores, so you know. Yeah. Hey.
4: They <laughs> he's, probably he's call
2: him Quan when they pull him over In his anyway. family he's actually first generation American. I forgot where they're actually from, but because Honduras believes generation. something like that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he first generate that culture. Yeah, they're not from Nigeria. <laughs> but from,
4: at the same time, you know, guys, you know, not, you know, the problem is that folks won't go dig deep. But all they see is your black skin. You got to open your mouth. That's what they're right. seeing. And they don't want them in those position. And you got to remember also, you have to be approved to own a team. So, I hate to break it to y'all. Jay-Z was in that room to get that halftime show, y'all. Hey, you guys have a great day. Roll tie, and I hope our defense coordinator don't get too much trouble having a DUI. Hey, you guys have a great
2: Bye. day. Peace. All right. so yes, Before we talk about what happened, real quick, okay. while we're on the grind, um, I'm gonna just continue on uh, Jimmy's breaking news. Shout out to the homie Freddie Van Vliet. Um, so the, the the teams are complete now. Of course, the East starters are Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, and Demar Derozan. The Reserves, Jimmy Butler, uh, Darius Garland from the Cleveland Cavaliers, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vleet of your
5: Toronto right.
2: Raptors. We the North. All right. Um, in the West, the starters, LeBron James, Nicola Jokic, Andrew Wiggins, Stephen Curry, and Ja Morant. <laughs> the Reserves. <laughs> That's funny, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Devin Booker. Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green is back in the game. Donovan Mitchell, Draymond. Chris Paul, and from your Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns. Be awesome. Thought I was about to say the young boy. So, uh, those no, I your all star, your all star reserves. Stay, I mean, hating I think, on, I think, stay hating
3: on my young boy.
2: I'm not hating on him. Dang, he didn't he even hear the next sentence I was about, no, to, say. Talk, I was about I to say. I, think about both of them young boys, oh, I was about to say, I think both I of them think young both. boys had a shot to make this and have a case. So did I. For making I'm it. shocked neither one of them made it. Right. I thought both of them, young. Know, I think they just thinking we can only take one Timberwolves. And then on the hey, other side, can. it's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't watched too many Milwaukee games. Chris Milton balling like that this see, <laughs> Or is he just like a I mean, perennial now? He
5: want a champ. I mean, Van Van Fleet should be a perennial too, but, you know, we're about to see (laughs) him run. Van Fleet definitely earned
2: his spot. I ain't even mad at that. I'm supposed to be mad at that.
5: Listen, man. My two favorite players in the league is Van Fleet and Spencer Dumblitty, man. I can't wait to Dumbledy come to Philly, man. I'm getting season season. (laughs) six.
2: For Tyrese Maxey. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, they like, oh, no,
5: he's going to be in D.C. by then.
2: No, I'm saying Dunlady for, for Maxi Is going to be the trade
5: Oh, yeah, yeah It's going to be mm-hmm. Ben Ben and Maxi For Dunlady And in, in Bill
2: hmm I take
5: it You know what I
2: mean? <laughs> I take it I mean Dang it. If the boy wasn't a band He wanted to play Like Like I said There's not a lot of trades That I would make for the boy But now that we know He's just not going to show up We got to take one of these deals like, I take that. Yo,
5: ben, ben gonna get traded. He gonna play a couple of games with that team, stink it up, and then disappear again. Yeah,
2: no, I would. I would and feel going, very going, like, justified as a Sixers fan if he did that.
5: Yo, I would really feel six very six 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 justified
2: if London. he did that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> see, but see that's six why six he, like has to, to London, he has to. Yeah. has
2: to go to a franchise with no expectations. He can't handle expectations yeah. and, and pressure.
4: Oh, yeah, I go, forgot go I told you West
2: another, West. another one of his reasons. He's mad that Joel Embiid said what he said. He said at the same time, I didn't say anything publicly about Joel Embiid when he stunk up the Toronto series the year before. So he's saying Joe put him, throw him under the bus, and he didn't throw Joe under the bus. Yo, but when you look so at you that. you just did by saying that, didn't you? I know, but at the same time, mm-hmm. even though we do know Joel wasn't great in that series because that's when the ball, uh, um, um Damn. Powell's little brother. Mark Gasol, that's when Mark Gasol kind of had his number defensively. But if you go back and look at those, the stats for that joint, Joel was a plus 90 for that series, and Ben Simmons was a minus 15 <laughs> for that series. So it's like, dude, you still lose. Like even, even when we, we acknowledge Joel, stunk it up. He was still the catalyst of why we went you know, he to be,
5: Game 7. He got he to gotta be, angry, he gotta be angry as hell that Joel's having an MVP season. That's probably eating at him, too.
2: Yeah.
5: And I hope Joel wins the MVP just to hear what he you, got to say. And it's, thank you, Joel. He's probably going to take a shot at Ben.
2: Because you know what he probably I, expected. I hope, uh, he either expected to be that Joel couldn't carry the team by himself or – he just expected Joel to miss more games, and they need him more because you know that's usually his time to shine when Joel gets out. That's what out. it, that's what he it needs was. The team to victory. That's exactly what it was. And they're, and they're like in second place right now in the East, and he's like, "This is backfiring on every single level. This is backfiring." I wish I wish
3: Joel some trouser-friendly kisses from uh, from uh IG IG floors. <laughs> <slurs, you know?
2: laughs> Yeah.
3: Oh.
2: All right, Jim. What happened, man? You know, it's time to move on. When When the world yeah, start yeah. talking and about travel friendly kisses. Drunk. <laughs> yo, we are We right now, y'all. Yo, yeah, what yeah, happened? No. Why you
5: want to grind? Is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Go to digitalextreme.tech.com or call 267
2: 205 two six seven two zero five four two zero three and say ear. Yo, Jim. What so, we what we think this I mean, is the old days or something? Like we still on for?
5: Yeah. Let's talk to me <clears throat> there's only really one story to really talk about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some of these stories is trash. NBA testing its own version of the Red Zone app on – like, I don't know how that even works. Um, it's called
2: Crunch Mike Time. Evans. I don't even like – y'all know me. I don't like the Red Zone channel on anyway.
5: I know, and I'm the opposite. I love the Red Zone channel because
2: – I you know, actually
5: thought
2: when they first announced this that it could work, and I think it was Tobias that pointed out to me. though, like, nah, because the they, they're going to show Crunch Time in NBA games, and Crunch Time be like
5: – That's like – Two minutes left
2: on the clock, that's going to take like an hour and a half with all the timeouts and replays. and So I changed oh, yeah, my that's mind. Gonna be, that's going to be trash.
5: Gonna, i got to see how they're going to do that, man. Like, they, they got to have somebody funny,
2: like, do the broadcast. I mean, but, um, the truth is they've done it for years on NBA TV, but it had, like, commercial breaks and stuff like that. So their thing now, just like Red Zone, they're going to take commercials out and it's just going to be all crunch time, you know, M- moments. Yeah, they gotta get somebody. The they
5: gotta get somebody good, like to like host that. But um, other mm-hmm. story real quick. Mike Evans threw Tom Brady's final touchdown pass into the stand. So you know <laughs> he, had he added again. That.
2: Yeah, he threw his yeah, six hundred ball in the stand. They got that back. This one they're not getting this back. Cause I don't think anybody yeah. was thinking about it at the time. Cause it wasn't a record. Tom didn't tell him that he was retiring. So somebody rich off that joint.
5: Yeah, that's one time. Yo. Um, Instead of for Giselle. That's the big story, the big story <laughs> though, that we got to talk about is uh, Washington professional football team on their new name. They are the commies. We so,
2: um, are commanders. <laughs> i have actually seen fans online yeah. doing that in front of the stadium. That's a new, that's so cool, that's man. A new thing.
3: Cold just with commanders.
2: So... Did they not think this through, fellas? Like, for me, like, I don't care. I knew it was going to be a situation. Like, the name could have been hot and fans weren't going to like it. So I, there's a lot of people here complaining about the name and all that kind of stuff. For me, it's not the name. Like, this is Washington, D.C. So, you know, every time they change a team name, besides the Wizards and the Mystics on this whole magical, you know, Harry Potter-ish that they were on. But, you know, it's always a chance in Washington that the team is going to have something to do with the federal government. So, you know, Commander-in-Chief, the Nationals, the used to be called the Senators, and the, the hockey team is called the Capitals. So, you know, it was going to be something surrounding that, even though there was a whole bunch of names people said that they wanted. Um, but, you know, their, their, their colors are pretty much red and yellow, burgundy and gold, and they're called the Commodores. So people are going to be calling them the Commies for short. Red and yellow, commies. <laughs> like, did y'all yeah. not
5: think? Is it command? Is it? Is it? Is it the, you mean? The, is it the commanders or the? Commadores? Not
2: the. Co- I called them the commodores. That was one of the jokes too. I was about the, to um, say I was about to say, commanders. man. That, that, that came yo, out. That was, came out so easy. Yo, you, you know Sunday what? Morning, all day yeah, I've been man. looking at this meme where they had the three players that were uh, I
5: mean, modeling the uniform.
2: They had they changed their faces, and of course, one was. Uh, Lionel Richie and the other two, two bulls from the Commodores. So they Easy called them the like Commodores. The the- so yeah, the Commanders. Yeah. The people are already, especially people, you know, Dallas fans that live in the area are already calling them the Commies. Uh, it just seemed like these big corporations, man, it's like, they just they're just tone-deaf on a you lot know, of the stuff.
5: NFL, the NFL is the most tone-deaf organization there is. It's like, yo, the NBA has to sit back and laugh. <laughs> like, Y'all do this right, right completely. getting morons,
2: all the time. But now this is I don't not, know. If this you look was
5: at the ownership, team, team, even the team ownership team. of,
3: okay,
5: huh? I was mean, the ownership yeah, of the various leagues. Like, if you, if you if you juxtapose the NBA to the NFL, the ownership like even skews so much older the NFL. These yo, know, first of all, did you see a Bengals owner when they won the um, AFC when he came out? Like yo, no,
2: what I thought
5: Bo was gonna die right there while getting interviewed. Bo was like a hundred and seven, yo. Like <laughs> Boy literally lived through the depression. And like so this these are the kind of people that own NFL teams. Like they have they're so out of touch. Like, it's it's comical, yo. <laughs> the commander? Yo. That's what we're doing?
2: Right. Off topic, <laughs> but back to the the whole Bill Belichick thing, uh y'all homie Fred Purdue texts me. He said, Yes, Bill did that on purpose and he and he is sticking it to the league. I, I didn't like you know, Fred gonna. Take the side of making Bill look smart no matter what. So even though we had our leanings toward that, like would Fred say anything different?
3: <laughs> I don't I don't believe it no more. Billy's
2: just Yo, believe it. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what Fred does though. Fred Fred is like
5: Fred doesn't even leave room to be wrong. Like it's I, it's definitely this. He's like definite about everything and that's not <laughs> how life works. <laughs>
3: when you have a quarterback like fill in the blank like like Matthew Stafford.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo. Right, anyway, but yeah, shout so, so, I mean, uh, out to the, the Commodores, street, man.
2: Street, man. Uh, yeah. there are a lot of people saying there? we
5: would have taken the Red
2: Wolves and we would have taken the Red Tails and we would have taken this. But
5: because I'm truly my <clears throat> Yo, um,
2: <laughs> Defty called
5: them you called them the Commodores and whatnot. Keep calling him the Brick House. <laughs> Yo, shout out to uh, shout out to Big Nita. there you don't remember Big Nita, do you? Big Nita was a chick that was on the uh, the cruise boat singing Brick House. But anyway, that's either here or there. Shout out to Big Nita.
2: Um, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember Big Nita. Big Nita was yeah. shot the Big. She was at shout work. To big Nita. Anyway, right. man, but uh, that's the big
5: story of the week, man. The, uh, the commies. But uh, sorry about <laughs> what happened in today's sports history so we can get out of here.
2: We'll do uh, this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Make sure you get your copy of Sports the Book and read something real and not all that bold that y'all watch every day on TV. All right, so this date in sports history, February 3rd, uh, 2000. And this is another one sent in by War Room Sports superfan, Neil. Shout out to Neil. You know, all her uh, joints that she sends us, be, that ha- they have something to do with the WWE, or formerly known as WWF, because she's a big wrestling fan. But this one, the XFL, the Extreme Football League, was announced on this date as a joint venture between the WWF and NBC. It started a year later, of course, and ultimately only lasted one season, with each company losing an estimated $70 million with this experiment. So, you know, Damn the man. rock is involved and they're supposed to be doing it again, so we'll you know, still waiting on news to see when that's gonna happen. But we like to give I mean, this this historical moment in sports a big war room salute. Salute salute on your failures.
5: Least we got he hate, at least, at least we got he hate me out of it.
2: Yeah. Uh, somebody I know got he so hate he me out of it too. Shout out to them. Um <laughs> all right. yeah, yeah. let's get out of here man.
5: Man, look, shout out to everybody who supports everything we do. We definitely appreciate it, man. Um, Make sure you check us out, though, you know what I mean, as we start our in-depth coverage leading up to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. So, listen, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy whatever sports you're watching or attending, playing. Do whatever you're doing. But please, please stay safe. Catch everything we do, all of our social media, podcasts, webcasts, everything, even my book, Sports the Book. Everything can be found at our hub. Of WarRoomSports.com, but until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see each other on uh, top. Six to eight. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: War Room Sports. Y'all ready? Let's go. Ah! Stay in tune, Jimmy. All the blueprint, Yo, Every Thursday, six to eight they do this <laughs> Shout out to Dev DJ. PJ, be off and dot B on replay uh. on dot com. Get that mobile app It's knocked out 323 4kin 12, Woo. They be going and you sensitive then oh well Yeah Physical podcasts the tough uh, show time like magic and the block push Listen alive, live, push one to join in Ooh. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment Hip <laughs> hop dollars, pit stop knowledge uh, Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college Pop guys,
4: no beef though Sports drip, but the streets know <laughs> Bella
1: funny uh, I got a a G-flow uh, KC, Royalty, I'm in beef mode. Woo. Two hours Who's the best in sports You name Us.